Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Standing out in Indianapolis. Uh, this from James. What about your boy Flacco Sheehan as an offseason backup quarterback to the young guy or a starter until the young guy's ready? Um, first of all, I think Flacco is going to get a decent deal in this offseason. I would bet it's in Cleveland, maybe again. Um, but that's not who they want to sign. If they're going to go the veteran route, they'd want to go with a veteran that's younger, like Jacoby Brissett, and more mobile. Brissett's mobility is underrated. We've already heard that that is important to Peters and important to Kingsbury in particular. Do we have Ben? It sounds like we have Ben. Ben Standing is with us from Indianapolis, at Ben Standing on Twitter, of course, uh, where he has just listened to... Adam Peters speak, but I saw that you tweeted out some Dan Campbell, but I didn't hear what Campbell said about Ben Johnson. What did he say? Uh, first off, glad to uh, talk to you guys as always. Um, basically, he was just asked did he anticipate Ben Johnson being back with the Lions uh, at, you know, once the uh, interview process started. He just said that he didn't get into any of the uh, histrionics that were going on, but he basically just said that Ben Johnson's the kind of guy that he is completely tunnel visioned on whatever the task at hand is so that like while they were going through their playoff run, he wasn't remotely paying attention to anything else or prepping. He said, um, I think he said this, that like basically he's maybe he doesn't even come up. Maybe he doesn't do as well in interviews as he could because he doesn't like, he's not looking at like who somebody's on the roster. Like he's not looking at their strengths and weaknesses, or he's not like formulating that kind of plan because he's so locked into what he's doing. So um, that was, that was about the gist of it. Obviously, you know, he's pretty happy that, that, that Johnson stayed, but he didn't get into any of the 
you know, reputation mm-hmm. or Washington and stuff or any of that. All right, before we get to the future of the roster um, in terms of new players and, and Adam Peters and anything he said about quarterbacks, et cetera, uh, what did he say with respect to current players and potential extensions? Yeah, so, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you've seen a hundred of these things. They, you know, they, they're they not always, uh, you know, overly forthcoming, but this it was kind of interesting to see, you know, what, what he would be willing to say because this is the first time He's talked in this manner, you know, the press conference we had with him, you know, that was pretty, you know, kid glove type stuff. Um, you know, he just said, look, we're going, you know, they're in that process. He said this week is a good one, though, for, for that specifically because, all, you know, all the agents are here. I uh, he mentioned having some conversations with some of those people, including the agent for, for Cam Curl. Um, you know, he didn't get into, you know, who they're bringing back or, or you know, what's even sort of the, a baseline plan for that. But, yeah, I mean, the, the discussions are happening. And, uh, you know, this is why the combine, you know, we, we focus so much on the draft part of it, but it really is the whole NFL, you know, being here. You know, a couple of years ago, Russell Wilson gets traded uh, to Denver, and then a couple of days after that, you know, Washington jumps in with the Wentz thing, and we'll see if Justin Fields happens this week, et cetera, et cetera. So this is where a lot of NFL business gets done because so many people are here. And, uh, you know, it sounds like he's having those conversations to figure out potentially, you know, what, what they may look to do, what they're – what these players are looking for, and then, you know, I guess relay how they see the player as well. All right, it's, it seems like, and we, we played a little bit of his sound, but not this, um, but I'll ask you, he was asked about Brock Purdy um, and said something to the effect that uh, if I had known uh, that Brock Purdy was going to be what he was, I would have drafted him earlier. And he said, with respect to the situation here, he said, now, quote, now I've got to find a new quarterback closed quote would that be the headline from peters or would it be something else no that's probably it i mean most of the questions were obviously about the quarterback um, we talked to him a little bit on the side and when somebody asked a non-quarterback question he said thank you for doing that uh you know asking something else um but yeah i mean so it's you know again whether he's intentionally whether he's tipping his hand or not directly it's we'll see but you know he he made that comment, which he said, which, you know, not a big surprise, but he also talked about how while he's been at the park, you know, Sam Howe was in the building one day and, and he, the two of them, you know, got together. They, you know, kind of walked around the, the facility just to, you know, for him to get out of his office, things like that. And he said, Hey, you know, Sam's a you know good quarterback and, and we'll see where we're at, you know, w- with, with him. Obviously there's a world where, might be a might be a might be a, a very long shot, but there's a world where they ultimately say, "Hey, let's trade out of this pick. Let's roll with Sam Howell for another year. We think there's something there. I'll see what we can develop, build up the rest of the roster." But I, you know, I have to imagine that's a pretty small odd situation. So, um, you know, him making that comment, the one you just mentioned, is is notable in that regard because it's you know, again, whether it was a a reality or a slip of the tongue, he suggested that they're going to be looking for somebody new. Ben Standing joining us from Indianapolis. That is, I mean, the, the suggestion, and you do think that was a suggestion of finding somebody new, meaning somebody not in the building currently. I mean, I don't know if that was yeah. a slip of the tongue or just, you know, pure honesty. Um, you know, he's been pretty reserved, but that that's as much as anybody's gotten from him so far. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Um, you know, look, I – he he said that they are not close to figuring out what their ultimate plan there is. 
Let's take that at its word. And in fairness, I kind of buy it in that in regards to they're all just coming together now, right? I mean, literally, this whole team is just being thrown together, and they're having to go through free agency and the draft and their own roster, et cetera. So I imagine they don't have like a definitive plan. And to that end, maybe he is that open. You know, we're still learning who he is as a person, right? He seems like a pretty positive guy. Um, I've, I'm already learning that like my self-deprecating jokes probably don't uh, play as well with him because he seems like a pretty, uh, pretty upbeat, positive guy. He doesn't think in those terms. So maybe right. he is open to anything. Maybe to him it is conceivable that when they come through this whole process that Sam Howell is the guy. But I'm sure logically, you know, he's got to recognize that uh, – the opportunity to draft one of these quarterbacks who is, you know, viewed pretty universally as, you know, three of the better players in this draft um, and worthy of being picked in that, in that, that high of a range, you know, that that's the likely scenario. What did he say about Trey Lance and the trade up uh, the 49ers made in the selection of Trey Lance in the 2021 draft? Yeah. uh, That was something we talked about uh, a little bit on the side and, um, you know, he he was asked first about what did that experience, what did he learn about that, you know, trading up? Now, that's a much different trade up. You know, they went from like, what, like 12 to 3 versus here would be like a 2 to 1. So very different from a draft perspective. And then I followed up with what did you learn about the evaluation of quarterbacks, uh, which I think can be a little more important on that one. You know, again, I don't know if he said too, too much. He said from the, the evaluation of quarterback part, he wanted to kind of keep that too to himself and and you know he, Trey Lance is a good guy and, and all these kinds of kinds of things but you know look I do think it's a it's a really valuable uh point for him I would I would have to imagine because you know they had that very loud miss right on the guy forget that they traded up they had the third pick in the draft they had the opportunity to pick almost any quarterback they wanted and they picked a guy who you know, I mean, I, I had questions about Trey Lance. He was playing at a division, you know, lower uh, down uh, from from uh, from the norm from D one. He had only played like one game in like over a year, right? So like it was very much a huge risk, and it was a COVID year, so they didn't have as much opportunity to really, you know, get their hands on him and 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 and, and meet him and all that. And they took that risk, and it completely missed. Now, whether that was his evaluation or. Kyle Shanahan ultimately who made that decision. I mean, I, I asked some people around the team and, you know, still a bit of a mystery there. So, you know, at, at a minimum, that's got to help shape his view of this. And now we'll see, you know, in terms of like at least the trading up part, you know, is he willing to do anything after that experience? And even the evaluation part, you know, how, you know, what was the parts of that uh, evaluation that, you know, he looks back on and go, man, I can't believe we didn't consider that or, you know, He's going to have much more to work with here, of course, because Williams, Drake May, and, and Jaden Daniels have all played, you know, major college football, have done it for at least two years. So he's got – it shouldn't. it's not the exact same deal, but, yeah, I, you have to imagine that has shaped him to some degree. Ben Standig joining us <clears throat> at Ben Standig on X on Twitter. Um, who's there from the organization? Um, it looks like it's mostly going to be the front office people. Uh so I haven't seen anybody really other than Adam Peters, but uh, I know uh, Nikki said uh, she uh, saw, um, you know, uh, Martin Mayhew, uh, Lance Newmark, you know, the new the new front office with with Peters. Dan Quinn will be here today. He's going to talk. I think like the five o'clock hour. Um, I don't think he's staying long. The coaches in general, the position coaches, that you know, they were here last year. 
but they are not traveling as far as I know, which kind of makes sense because they have so much to do to come in terms of evaluation of their own players and free agents. And, you know, this is, Peters was even saying, a lot of the coaches, there's just way too much downtime. It's not particularly effective, especially for where they're at right now, or I should say efficient uh, for where they are right now. So it's just the, the sort of the front office people rather than the coaching staff, other than, like I said, Quinn is here today. I do think the coaches, uh, the position coaches will be on like various Zoom calls when they're interviewing prospects, but yeah, not here. So that's what I was going to ask you. So you think Quinn will be in, in involved in at least monitoring and 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 watching the fifteen minute meet and greets with with key players? Yeah, that that would be my that would be okay. my assumption. You know, these things go on. You know, over the a lot of those interviews go on over the course of the night uh, here. You know, because during the daytime is when you know I'm in the, I'm in the big conference. Uh, or the big convention hall right now where there's like you know, coaches and GMs are talking and there's TV setups everywhere and radio. And so, you know, guys like Peters and, and, and Quinn to a degree, they're, they're doing all those kinds of things. But in the evening is when, yeah, the, the interviews tend to happen with the players. Uh, so, yeah, I would imagine he'll be on some of those calls. Lastly, what is the process to interview the players? I mean, you have to request that before you get there. How many are you allowed, et cetera? Yeah, they you know they, they send these guys on a on a big rotation. This is more like speed dating, right? Like when when we get to the like because Washington is dealing with the quarterbacks, right? They you know those groups, the reps for Williams and May and Daniel, they're they're not gonna be most likely having their guys talk to um, you know people who aren't picking one, two, or three right now. So uh, that's gonna be the bigger deal, I think. Right now, you know, Peter said to us he's not met any of these guys yet. You know. So this is the opportunity to at least get that face-to-face. Um, I know Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels at least are not throwing. I, I think I saw something today about Drake May, perhaps not not either. But right. um, you know, but they are they are here and they will have these uh, these interviews. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's the I would imagine for the quarterbacks in particular, they're not going to be bouncing around too much. But everybody else, you know, from the whoever's going to get picked fourth or you know in the draft, all the way to guys who are you know on that fringe of getting drafted at all. Yeah, they'll they'll bounce around and have and have conversations with Peters. And, and you know, as much as we as much as we talk about the quarterback, you know, I, I'm positive that they are you know really excited to dive in to the rest of the draft. Not not that quarterback isn't vastly important, but Washington has got a ton of holes. And you know, this is what they do. I mean, Adam Peters with San Fran was known for finding guys on day three. So uh, you know, this will be you know I'm sure exciting for him to have that opportunity to do it in this lead role. All right, thanks. Appreciate you doing this. I know you're busy. Uh, hopefully, we can catch up uh, when uh, when matters uh, when it matters, and and we'll see what happens tomorrow and Friday. But appreciate you making time. Hey, please appreciate the flexibility. We'll talk. See you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 